0: This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts, built to last a lifetime, too, if you count the cows. Visit kendallhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code MADCAST to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, the only debate show where I argue both sides of an issue and you decide which is more persuasive. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. Joining me again is Rucka Rucka Ali. What up, man? And today, special guest, first time on the show, Rai Mantion. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Rai. So, Rai and I go back. I should explain how we first met. We met at Comic-Con for the first time. And Rai works for a company called Full Moon. Full Moon, for those of you who don't know, is a famous horror company, right? Run by Charles Band. Yeah, since the late 70s. Since the late 70s. I'm gonna read some of these movies that Full Moon is responsible for. Or Charles Band, you know, he's changed production companies and things, but Yeah, Empire at one point. Empire, right? So here are some of these movies. Horror aficionados are gonna lose their minds. Listen to this: Puppet Master, Head of the Family, Reanimator, one of my favorite movies of all time, Reanimator, so good. Trancers, Wolf Cop, Ghoulies, and the most famous horror movie of all time, my personal favorite, Ooga Booga. A classic. <laughs> An instant classic. <laughs> So uh, Rai approached me at Comic-Con.
1: Wait, was that the one where you were called the worst actor in the film? No, Sean. You were the second, second worst actor in the film. Second worst actor in the film. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's one worse. Rai comes up to me. Rai comes up to me at Comic-Con, and he's like, hey, man, uh, you know, we're all big fans of you at uh, Full Moon. Would you like to do a cameo in one of our movies? Yeah. And I said, yeah, sure, that sounds cool. I thought I'd be a cop or an extra in the background. They send me the script, and I mean – Fifteen pages. I have a fifteen-page role in this movie, and I I started freaking out because I'm not an actor. I don't know shit about acting. Never aspired to be. So I said, "What yeah. are you?" <laughs> I'm an author. I'm. A, oh yeah, I, I know what you're doing, Sean. I'm an author. Okay. You know, I'm an author. <laughs> 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 so so anyway, they send me this fifteen-page role, and I'm freaking out. I had no idea what the fuck I'm doing. So right? You don't even know this, but on my way up to the shoot day. I recorded all my own lines, and I recorded both both, both characters doing the dialogue, and then I, I edited them together and played them back so I could get the timing right. And I, I listened to it on repeat on my way up to the recording. But, you know, and like trying to memorize my lines, right?
2: You may have been the most prepared person on that set. <laughs> I,
1: I would say over prepared. I mean, yeah. we have we because have a
2: guy on set with a script, checking for lines. You know, line, and he'll
0: you know he'll fill you in. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: it's all well and good until the guy you're playing off of changes the timing.
0: Yeah, that's true. I had no idea. Yeah. Because I was just listening to myself. Uh-huh. Reading both lines, which so. I'm sure you
1: were absolutely in love with I would kill to get a hold of that tape. <laughs> I would kill to get a hold of the tape.
0: I may accidentally if I'm tired enough, I may accidentally upload it in place of the podcast episode one of these days. So, yeah, I'm driving up there. And by the way, this was uh Stacy Keach was in this movie. Right. If you guys don't know who Stacy Keach is, you remember American History X, Rocky, you've, you've seen American History X, right? Yeah. Um St- Stacy Keach was the old racist Ku Klux Klan member like the old patriarchy right so uh he was he was in this movie
2: plus Karen Black
0: too. Karen Black it was, it was wh- one
2: of her last films she passed away about 3 months later yeah what a what a way what a way to go out go out on a high note uga buga well it really was because it was an homage to her uh infamous uh trilogy of horror that had the little a little Zulu warrior doll back in I don't know the early '80s, something like that. So it was it was kind of a perfect thing for her career. as like bookended by this little puppet that
0: uh, that's killing her. Right, right. So okay, right. So that's that's kind of our background. And by the way, I was I was really so bad on set to the point where extras were coming up to me and giving me notes. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this, but a PA came up to me and said. Uh, hey Maddox, um, can I pull you aside for a sec? I'm like, yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh, is is it lunchtime? What's going? <laughs> what's going? He goes, no, no. I actually have a a tip for you for that delivery of that line, and he gave me some notes. I was like, oh, oh thanks, man. You know, no was ego, the- no ego, because I want to learn. I want to. I don't know shit about acting. Was the tip suck less?
3: <laughs> and uh, if anybody out there listening has any advice for Maddox at all on anything, uh, just. <laughs> He loves <laughs> he loves unsolicited advice. I do not. That's absolutely false. Fucking bullshit. All right,
0: fucking rucka. Um, and right, we should also mention something else that's very interesting about you. You are a big advocate of alternate lifestyle sex, right?
2: Yeah, I'm an educator mostly about polyamory and non monogamy relationships. Right. And uh, I've been doing that for about four years in L. A. And I'm doing my first event in New York in September. Now, what are these events? I gather together a panel of about eight people, of various, you know, I try to be really diverse, people of color, trans people, uh, LGBT, uh, and, and we just talk about living the lifestyle because there's just not a lot of role models out there. Like, if, if you look at any movie in the theater, the last one that featured a consensual, non-monogamous relationship was Savages. That was 2012. And so it's like when when you're trying to live a lifestyle that has no role models, you have to be the role model, and you have to look to each other in your community, and you end up creating the culture together.
0: I see. So, full disclosure: a long time ago, I did a show, and with uh, with Aaron Tillman on it. Yeah. And I brought I I was talking about the whole polyamory scene and the whole alternate lifestyle scene, and I said. I you know what? Here, here, I'll just say this, right? I indirectly referenced you in that episode, actually, because I said, I know this guy, he's super nice guy, but he's like really into this alternate lifestyle. Oh, I heard. Yeah. I listened. <laughs> here's what I want to say, right? Here's here's a little here's a little note from yours truly, okay? <laughs> Less jargon. That's all I, that's all I want. There's yeah. so much but there's so many buzzwords I have to learn to get into this. Would thing. you say that about any other field? Like, you know what,
2: computers? Less jargon, guys. <laughs> There's way too many words.
0: Yeah, but only engineers use it amongst each other. I feel like a dickhead if I'm sitting there in casual conversation, like at a party, be like, hey, man, uh, what's the bus speed of your RAM? What you, like, No one knows what I'm
3: talking about. You know about.
2: What, hip-hop? You need less slang. It's just way too many words that hey, I don't know what they mean. I'll agree with that.
3: Yeah, why don't you uh, head down to Compton and uh, get, share your thoughts, Maddox. We'll
1: talk about RAM bus speed.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, guys. We should move on, but uh, thank you, right? That's super fascinating. We'll we'll post some information about that. You have the New York and L.A. events coming up, right? Yeah,
2: L.A. late August and New York in early September.
0: Okay, very fascinating stuff. And and really, guys, it is encouraging. Don't let the jargon dissuade you. It is actually. I've I've looked into it. I don't know. It's not. It's not for everyone, right? You would no, say. No,
2: it's not for everyone. No. no, no. A lot of people think it's
0: like, I
2: want to be cool, so I should do it. That's a really dumb idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, moving on, guys, I have the vote in from last week. So last week, Rye, we talked about Bernie Sanders' platform was free college tuition, right? And the question I posed to people was, should college tuition be free? Yes or no? What do you think, Rye?
2: I think there should be both options. You got private that should cost money and public that's free. Hey, so what we
0: already have. But I I put this out to vote, and before— Wait, but public college isn't free. Public college— yeah, public college is not free. No. It's not free. What are you saying? That's
2: right. what well, I no, said. No, but, well, yeah, yeah. I said free public and expensive private. He, oh, I see. Yeah, so no, you're saying
1: right. both systems. Right. I In, see. No, but then and you said so like it is now. Okay, and I so was that's saying not now. like okay, how it so is Okay, so instead of
3: uh, $200 a semester to go to some retarded community college, you would get that $200 back and go, get the same worthless uh, education at a nearly, nearly worthless community college. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's correct.
0: All right. Well, I put, out, I put out the vote to people last week. And before listening to the debate, 57% said, yes, it should be free. After listening to the debate, surprisingly, 51%. 51%. So, so more people changed their opinions and said, you know what? No, I disagree. I don't think that, that uh, college should be free. What was the first number? 57. 57 to 51. 57 to 51. Okay. That's uh, statistically significant. significant. That's All right. Like how
2: much should it cost?
0: Well, I have... Good question, Let's Ryan. vote on it. Here's what I truly believe. And guys, I'm going to do something new with this podcast. Because I have a lot of people who say... They, they think they know what my opinion is before the show starts. And, what, Right? Ryan, Ryan's buzzing me already. What?
2: <laughs> well, whatever is the most contrarian is probably your opinion. Oh, that's oh. what you think? Oh.
3: Somebody oh. knows somebody. Wow. How'd you know, <laughs> the internet commenter get into your house? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shut your pie hole, Rye. No, that's just what I get accused of all the time. Being a, being a contrarian? Yeah, all the yeah. time. No, I, don't, I wouldn't consider myself a contrarian. But disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing is boring. Because it is. it's predictable, it's boring, it's stupid. I have a philosophy, okay, guys? That's, that's what you guys don't understand about my genius. That, my, my, my method of thinking. That's what it is. It's a, I have a philosophy. So, You're right, I
2: don't understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm doing something new starting next week. Okay, I have I brought in a sealed envelope with my true opinion of what I think of the issue, right? Starting next week and at the start of every show, I want Sean to open up that envelope for me because I want to prove to people that I have not changed my opinion after the vote. People think they know my opinion. They're like, oh, I bet Maddox thinks this, but he's going to
3: change it just a bit. No, shut up. You're all idiots. And if it wasn't Sean who was opening this envelope, nobody would even trust that. But like Sean's the only person in the world who people know has the integrity
0: Sean is a Sean. We'll just keep thinking that. (laughs) Sean, I would say a lot of people think Sean's a reasonable guy. But here's what I truly believe about this issue, guys. Why not a system where if you get a 4.0, you pay nothing? How about that? And how about for every half a percentage point, half a point lower, you pay 25% more of your tuition. So if you get a 3.5, you pay 25%. If you get a 3.0, you pay 50%. All the way down to 2.0, you pay 100% of your tuition. How about that? (laughs) Fucking genius. Maddox. So the people that need education the most pay the most. That's (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's correct, Rye. No, Rye. The thing is, okay. The thing you're not understanding. Again, this is this comes back to the philosophy part, right? Okay. So I know, like, all the slow thinkers, slow listeners out there. I want you guys to really
1: author and philosopher.
0: Yeah, I. That's what I am, Sean. Yeah, you're what? And visionary. I'm a visionary. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So so, Rye. It's an incentive to perform better right? Didn't your parents ever give you incentives in school?
1: Yeah. Like what? Uh, Probably negative reinforcement, right? The belt stopped if you did go to class. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would get like, uh, you know, if, if you get on the honor roll, then you'll get ice cream. Something like that.
0: There you go. Well, my parents gave me an Atari Lynx (laughs) <laughs> okay, no one even knows what that is. And yeah, I remember it's a it's a handheld game system made by Atari. It was one of the last systems before the company went under with hardware. It was a competitor with Game Gear. Game Gear, which that's right, was superior. It, it actually was, and I was pissed off. Game Gear was fucking awesome, and I lost it in the back pocket of a plane, oh. and I cried. Oh. There's a there's an underachiever. But anyway, guys, yeah, I I think education is the cornerstone of society. Here's 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 the thing, guys. People make this argument about education. They say that. Um, We have national defense, and everyone's okay with spending on national defense, but national defense requires good soldiers, and good soldiers require good sergeants, good sergeants require good generals, and good generals require a good education. Bingo. There you go. So education is is an investment in defense. Rocky, you're shaking your head no. Yeah, okay. Some fucking... uh, Where do I start? (laughs)
2: Uh, Rock, I can't even collect his (laughs) thoughts. As it is right now, you can get free education online. There's a lot of Ivy League schools offering their entire classwork, the whole class, up online for free. The only thing you don't get out of that situation is interaction with the professor. But you can get it for free right now. What you're paying for is the piece of paper saying that you learned it, the degree itself. Okay. That's what costs money.
0: Right. Uh, wrong. Uh, you're also paying for the standardized education and the, and the professionals who go into deciding what that standard should be for the entire nation.
3: The only thing nobody's telling anybody to do is work hard and take responsibility for their own shit. You know, everyone's like, how are we going to solve this problem? Okay, these guys need something free. These guys need to get an education. If you want an education, you can get one, man.
0: Yeah, so you should
3: work hard, get a 4.0,
0: and it's free. And then if you get a 3.0, it's 50%. Yeah.
3: Apply this logic to high school.
2: I mean, high school is free for everybody and mandatory. I'd rather see college become mandatory.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, guys, I got a bunch of voicemail about it. Also, I should say that uh, I have that survey on the website. Again, uh, take the survey if you guys get a chance. It's real short. It helps out the show. But here's some voicemail. Guys, I got so much voicemail this last week. I spent a minimum of 45 minutes listening to voicemail. And, guys, I do listen to every single voicemail. There's a lot of good ones out there, even though I don't bring all of them in. But here's one.
4: Hey, Maddox, I call because you are a giant fucking pussy. Um Yeah, I absolutely disagree with everything you say because it's fucking total bullshit. Is this Putin? Um you are Armenian. <laughs> um Armenia is fucking Russia's bitch. So be Russia's bitch, you fucking pussy. Hey Sean, you fucking suck dick. Um yeah. also Mad Dog. Awesome. You fucking have a rocker rocker motherfucker on (laughs) all time. He's, he's annoying little piece of shit. There you go. (laughs) um, (laughs) You do not make good point ever. Uh, you kind of sound like fag. You have big giant (laughs) fucking nose. Uh, looks like you have fucking big, two giant black pocket nose. So, um, go fuck self. Uh, (laughs) Hey Sean, go fuck self. Uh, little Tyler guy, go fuck self. Um, all Taylor. three of you, go fuck self. I might, I might call back, but uh, actually try and increase uh, quality of show.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: okay.
4: Goodbye.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're you're dinging that right? <laughs> what? You dare you?
3: I did not agree with everything he said. <laughs> there were parts of that I disagreed with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he calls back later. I'll play. I'll play one of his voicemails a little bit later. But I dubbed this guy Tourette's Russian, and Tourette's you'll, Russian. You'll, see, okay. you'll see. You'll see why. You'll see why when I play his second call. You know what? Go fuck self. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, go, go fuck self. Uh, here's here's a call. This is a a very famous caller. Listen to this one.
4: Maddox. Oh. This is Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I just want to let you know that you misrepresented my plan for free education. <laughs> you forgot to mention that I was going to charge the 1% of this country 5 million shekels <laughs> because it marginalizes the lower and middle class. So uh, go fuck yourself.
0: Okay. And, and never never mind...
4: Learn- my shirt size is large.
3: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Bernie Sanders wanting wanting more free shit. I would have believed that was Bernie if he didn't say his shirt size is large. He's probably like five and a half feet. I yeah. would have believed him if he yelled a lot more and shook his finger harder.
0: Yeah. yeah. You can hear the, the finger shaking over the phone. You uh, got to yell. Yeah. The, here's a guy who had an idea for free education. It's not entirely free, but it's free for some people. Listen to this. Hey,
5: Maddox. I just got one comment about your last episode on uh, free college tuition. There is no way, no hell, no way in absolute hell that I am ever paying for someone to take a double major in art history and gender study.
4: Mm,
5: One of the biggest problems with this uh, idea of free tuition is that people are suddenly uh, no longer incentivized to get into STEM uh, fields where they're more likely to find jobs as opposed to these liberal arts
0: degrees
2: that they basically just hand out like free candy on halloween. Yeah.
0: The job is the incentive, dumbass. <laughs> there you go, bingo. So, here's here's the thing though. What do you think of the notion that maybe they should give free education for people who actually get into a field that's worth a damn. Not just liberal arts. Not just, you know, theater or. Yeah, I know. Or who,
1: who decides what's worth a damn? I mean, I, I agree in theory because I think those. What you d- usually do with those degrees is you end up teaching that subject, I think. Right. Or, or going to work in another one.
0: Right. Well, here's where you can decide if it's worth a damn. If there's demand, if there's a lot of demand for that specific type of specialty, like, for example, nursing or engineers, uh, the sciences, the hard sciences, mathematics, yeah. that sort of thing, that's where you, you get free education. And then suddenly, if we have a big. Big drop in uh, music and, and uh, arts and theater, and we, we need them. We start giving them free education, too.
2: About 10 years ago, I went on two dates with a girl who had gotten her PhD in Mesoamerican paleoanthroastrology. What in the hell is that? <laughs> it was the study of what the Mayans thought of the
0: stars. Man, that's stupid. That's silly.
3: What do you mean, man? <laughs> they were smart. <laughs> they predicted the world would end in 2012.
0: Yeah, well, they didn't predict they would end. Where are they now? Dead. That's where. Wow. <laughs> like all the Egyptians. <laughs> yeah. Wow. you got to <laughs>
1: love the Spanish for that. Here's,
0: <laughs> here's, uh, here's another voicemail. This guy has another point that I was thinking of. Listen to this.
5: Another mark against free college for everyone is that it would cause people to overvalue themselves. If you have everybody with a college degree, everybody's going to think that everything is beneath them. You're not going to sweep floors. You're not going to flip burgers. Well, we need people to sweep floors, and we need people to flip burgers. So that whole part of the working class is going to be hesitant to get that job.
1: And that is why we cannot build a wall. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh, sh- sh- I mean, you know, Sean. Like,
3: Maddox, you don't have a college what? degree. No, I don't have a college degree. And you don't, you're, you're not really employable, right? You don't work very hard. You don't really do anything. You just kind of sit around and, and talk about <gasps> fuck you, Rucka, your book that'll someday Iron be out. Shit. You know, what? you know
0: what, Rucka? It is coming out, and since it's coming out so soon, I might as well tell you guys the title of the book. I'm going to... You know what? I'll just... What? we got to keep it moving. Okay, we got to get to the debate. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's move on. Let's move on. Here's another voicemail.
5: One of the arguments against free college that you didn't hit on the episode, uh, and one of the biggest marks against it, is that when you give everyone a college degree, you're violating one of the most basic principles of economic theory, which is supply and demand. If everybody has a college degree you're lowering the value of that degree within the economy no, so in other words if everybody has a college degree nobody has a college degree
0: no moron because here's the thing with people who have enough education they can become self-sufficient they can start their own businesses it's not like you're just flooding the market with a bunch of educated people those educated people can then take their education and use it as a tool to create their own businesses
2: do these people want to take away high school from the general populace yeah, too? Like, where does like. that end? You know what? Kindergarten. If everyone goes to kindergarten, we're going to have children that know too much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> going to lower the value of that kindergarten education. Here's another voicemail. This one. Uh, so speaking of Egyptians. Hey, Maddox. Just calling to respond to your deeply
5: philosophical inquiry about where all the Egyptians are now. Egypt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah.
5: in Egypt. Uh-huh. Um exercise the medium. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay. You know yeah, what I meant? Yeah.
1: I was going to say that last week, but I figured it'd be lost on you. You morons. You know what I meant when I said
0: Egyptians are dead. I meant ancient Egyptians. You know what that guy is? Of the yeah, week. Douchebag of the Week. You know what I meant, shithead. It's not funny. Here's another one.
6: Hello, my dogs and giant universe debate. <laughs> Unknown to me, my call was unconnected last time before finish. <laughs> I come again with new invention called Landline. These technologies will not fail. I am a hugest fan of you, Maddox. Your favorite Armenian genius, right after Cher, Andre Agassi, all members of System of the Down, adult film horror Christy Canyon, each and every last Kardashian, and world wrestler Seth Rollins of WWE Wrestling Entertainment. I come to America for riches and glory to appear on your madcasting networks. You'll make me happy to become your douchebag of week. For as you know, in Armenia, douche is ancient word with meaning of excellent friend to have. I give thanks to you, Maddox, and to Mr. Shons, and to buzzer-wielding millennial raka raka Mclemore. <laughs> thanks twice, and I will see you again in an Armenian minute. Okay, that yeah,
0: Armenian minute coming up. No, that's not. it's not coming up. That guy thinks he's an authentic Armenian. That's what That's what people think Armenians sound like.
3: Yeah, the amazing thing is the Uber driver that brought me here was an Armenian guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm going uh, over to do a show with Maddox. You know, Maddox, check him out. He's like, the Armenians love this guy. He's like their hero. All." You know, he's, <laughs> Didn't And what'd he say? He said, Get okay. out of the car. Okay, I, I check him out. Okay, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> here's, uh, here's one for Sean. As, he, as his Mercedes pulled up to the studio.
1: Nice. Yeah,
0: so of course, it's a Mercedes. Here's uh, here's one for Sean. Okay. Hey, Sean. This is
5: your godmother. How you doing over there in California? You know, if you're ever ready to quit the audio engineering business, I got a nice job for you over here in New York for the waste department. Also, I got a nice mess that fell off the back of a truck for you. Uh-huh. I think you look real handsome on it. Okay. Bye
1: bye now. That <laughs> was like a rat. Muppet. Yeah, well, I
0: love how the voice changed near the end. <laughs> yeah, Sean's Italian godmother. Here's mm-hmm. and here's another one for you, Sean. Oh, cool.
4: <laughs> yeah, how's it going there, guys? Listen, this is Sean's Uncle Paulie. Listen, Sean, <laughs> baby, we raised you up to be a respectable member of the family. We taught you how to wax, you guys, and look what you do. You go off and you become a fucking podcaster. All right, listen. <laughs> You gotta do something with yourself, all right? You can't just keep recording these fucking schmucks. You gotta, you gotta join the family. You gotta whack a few people, all right? Oh, listen, if you're giving away a college tuition into the Glendale Community College, I, I, got a daughter that would be perfect <laughs> candidate. So please, just let me know how how I can get her name entered into yeah, the I mean,
2: Glendale. It's not, uh, not, it's not happening, guys. He's got it's a daughter. So your cousin, you have a cousin. I think that's yeah. my yeah. uncle.
3: Well, That's your uncle? Tell Uncle, uncle Paulie that your cousin needs to enter to win. Fill out the survey. Okay.
0: okay. We're not yeah. giving anyone a free education on the show. <laughs> Except for the show itself. Uh, here's one last one. we got to move on. There's so many voicemail. Here's, here's one last one.
5: Hey, Maddox. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know that when most podcast networks start up, they have more than one podcast. Is this Eeyore? You know what you call a podcast network with only one podcast? A podcast but <laughs> like, you know, I want to get some more shows.
0: Yeah. Okay, shithead. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I have an announcement to make yeah, about that. Words
1: have a specific meaning.
0: Yeah. Alex. You know what? Shut up, Sean. I have an announcement on that. I'm going to mention on the 22nd. That's in two weeks, I believe. Two two shows from now. I'm going to make a big announcement about new shows on this network. Uh, we're trying to get everything to coincide with the development of the new version of the website. Right now, it's just kind of a a, a placeholder until we get that new new version going. It's going to have multiple feeds. It's going to have all the features we were talking about. You can search for shows. You can search for topics. It's going to have everything in there. It's it's really, really cool stuff. I can't wait to show you guys. But on the 22nd. It's coming soon. And it's p-
1: going to be so cool when that launches fall of 2017. Oh, fucking Sean, dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> People want a, an entirely Armenian podcast on the network okay. if you but, can handle two podcasts.
0: You may, you may get that. But coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick headlines. But first, my guest moderators this week, as I mentioned... Rye Mantione, let's hear your buzzer. And Rucka Rucka. You'll hear those buzzers if they disagree with me, if I say anything that is wrong in their opinion, which is going to be wrong, their opinion is. Or if I make a logical contradiction or anything of that nature, you'll go ahead and chime in. And also, uh, Rye has a, a dinger. Let's hear your ding. Hey, that's some dinger. It's my ding <laughs> right, guys, but uh, on to the story of the week. This is a big one. I don't know if you guys heard about this. A group of students at Claremont McKenna College in California were looking for a roommate recently. One of the students, Kara Urania, I think that's how you pronounce it, wrote a post on Facebook saying that only people of color should apply. And she used the, the abbreviation POC. Urania added, I don't want to live with any white folks.
3: Everyone has their opinion. Who does? So,
0: so <laughs> well, other white folks, maybe. But uh, the question this week is, should students be allowed to choose to live with people of color or is it discrimination? That is the debate this week. This is your chance to vote before hearing the debate. Madcastmedia.com. Don't forget to cast your vote. But first, I'm going to argue that it is discrimination, guys. Let's start here. Housing discrimination is illegal. Let's start there. What? Should what? it be? Sh- should housing
3: discrimination be illegal? Yeah, I'm asking you. Yes. Okay, so there's two sides to this debate, and in both sides of the debate, housing discrimination is and should be legal. Well, we'll
0: see about that. I'm just Rucka. okay. I'll mention I'm gonna read the law as it's written and see what you guys think of this. It says it prohibits discrimination on the basis of the following criteria called protected categories race or color, religion, national origin, familial status, or age. And that includes families with children under the age of 18 and pregnant women, disability or handicap or sex. Those are those are. Protected categories that you cannot discriminate against. I don't know why pregnant women is is in there. You want to live with a pregnant woman? No, that's what I'm saying. They they shouldn't include that. Or the ensuing baby. Or the ensuing
2: baby. It's the intent of the law that matters here, where if you have something that's perceived as a disadvantage, we can't further fuck your life over.
0: Okay, so (sighs) you think that that being pregnant is a disadvantage? Sure. Well, if you have a child, that's going to be another soldier in the house. That's right. Eventually. That's going to be two against one. Another the mu-
3: soldier in the house?
0: Well, he grows up to be a soldier. What is get could- the
3: Revolutionary War? <laughs> I didn't know it's a he. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or
0: she. She could grow up to be a soldier. No.
3: <laughs> what do you, what the, I like how Sean immediately backtracked on his politically correct insinuation. What fucking century are you another another soldier? It's another community college student. That's what that that's what the, the fetus is going to be.
0: <laughs> no, not, ne- not necessarily. Brooke. Okay, what's the uh, what's the amendment to, about quartering soldiers in your house? The what, third, the third, the third amendment, right? Yeah. No, which no one ever talks about. This could be a third amendment issue someday if you have a bunch of pregnant women living with you and they have kids and they raise them to be soldiers. Watch your back.
2: If you have a bunch of pregnant women living with you, you're probably Mormon.
0: Ooh.
3: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should
0: do a ding or a buzz. Oh, oh, oh just ding oh, oh, it. A
3: little there bit uh, <laughs> close to home there with Maddox <laughs> and his Utah background, huh? Yeah.
1: That's what's funny. You're totally allowed to make fun of Mormons. I think so. They just don't care. Can no. You discriminate against well, especially
3: them? Especially since
2: a thing of the past mostly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is. So the Mormon church had kind of a separation, a kind of a split. Yes. There is the fundamental LDS, which stands for Latter day Saints. And they are kind of an offshoot. They're a very small minority that still practices polygamy, but the main uh, Mormon religion, the Latter Day Saints, do not. Right. That's the distinction a lot of people don't know or care about. You're of Mormon
3: background, aren't you?
0: Actually, I was Mormon for a while in my life. Okay, because yeah. well, I just t-
3: I wanted to make sure everybody heard that and took note of that.
1: Yeah, I, I okay. I'm not. I'm not. Because it's Mormon. about to become a thing. I
3: don't, don't even <laughs> don't even just whatever happens happens. Just send it out into into the ether sphere. You All
0: know right? what? This okay. is a, this is a really interesting story. Uh, I can tell you guys about my Mormon. Norman upbringing, uh, you, when I was a kid, what? We're getting off topic. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> all right, back to the debate. All right, guys, here's a shitty argument for, this is from Washington Post, all right? White people have caused so much trauma on these campuses. Why in the world would I want to bring that into my home, a place that is supposed to be safe for me? That's, I think that's what a student said about this whole thing, arguing for people of color discrimination in housing. What do you guys think of that Wait, argument? What kind of things are they causing on the campus? Well, so this girl, Urania, she said that she noticed that there was some racial tension after a specific incident. It was right after— Well, it's probably all these uh, police shootings and stuff. I yeah, that's ask. what it was. Yeah, racial
2: it was, tension. Yeah, there's been none of that in this country ever.
0: Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> she said it got really bad after the Ferguson, Missouri uh, shooting. She I'm said sure. that— Yeah, she found a shift in the racial tensions on campus. She said, once I was back in the U.S., I, she was studying abroad. She came back and she said, I definitely felt that there was a huge shift in the racial climate— and she said she felt that the racial tensions had definitely increased. Students of color were definitely feeling unsafe. That's what she says. So that's why she says this isn't discrimination. She just wants to feel safe in her home, and she doesn't want to live with other white people because she doesn't feel safe around them.
3: What do you guys think of that argument? Is that a sound argument?
1: Well, only she knows whether she's telling the truth or not.
3: Yeah, maybe Urania needs to just judge people on uh, kind of individually. This is nothing new. You know, at USC where I was going, there was frat row
2: sorority row there was an asian american frat there's Mm -hmm. other uh polynesian frat there's there's all kinds of different specific things where they don't absolutely bar other people but they make it specifically for a certain demographic yeah
3: so those of you out there that want to push people into college that don't even want to go that's what you're encouraging them to do go join some retarded frat house with nothing but their own ethnicity
0: well, that's just called a frat house, oh. and it's mostly white people, yeah. more, more or less. Especially sororities. Sororities are so white.
3: Yeah, no kidding.
0: <laughs> you know, Rucka. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, dog. Pound it. <laughs> Fist me, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just literally pound it. All right. Mm. Uh, this is from Daily Mail. She said, Urania said that uh, this is a fight for a safe space, and she used those words. God, I hate that shit. Yeah, she said it's she. She's she's fighting for a safe space in which to exist. Uh, Here's from the Washington Post. She says, uh, there's a student, uh, Paloma Alleman, who graduated this year and describes herself as Mexican-American, saw the online debate and said that with some distance from campus, she can see that the community at Pitzer is a bit sheltered. She said that last year there was a lengthy debate about safe spaces on campus, and some saying that they were necessary and some calling them exclusionary. She said, uh, we have a great community in terms of creating safe spaces.
1: Oh, my fucking God. I know. That shit— pisses me off so much when i hear people use those terms i will automatically jump to they are a weak person are you yeah.
3: triggered sean why are you so <laughs> sensitive
1: <laughs> Sonda, does I just, John, you, you sound triggered because it's fucking <laughs> ruining actual conversation so triggered if you yeah. didn't
2: give a shit you'd be indifferent but instead you're all worked up that's over right it.
1: you i think you're on to me you're all worked up over it hey i have a question though yeah is this on campus or off campus housing
0: I believe it's on campus housing. They were asking for for students. They were looking for another well, roommate. There were three of them. Then and wouldn't
1: that be up to the school to now, decide whether you can do that?
0: Well, so the the college president put out a statement and said that this isn't this is wrong. We shouldn't allow this to happen. And he's he has a sociology background. And then well, almost we
1: shouldn't allow this. Meaning like I shouldn't allow this to happen, right? I mean if he's the if he's the head honcho of the college.
0: Yeah, but whether or not the the college professor puts out an, a statement or a note and says, "Hey, we well, shouldn't do this." He can't stop you from tacitly or explicitly discriminating against people.
1: Well, yeah, you don't have to post it in an online yeah. forum Well, this saying this, this is what I want or don't want. Well, this girl did,
0: and a lot of people jumped on her back for it. Yeah. I think rightly so, because this does sound like plain old vanilla discrimination. Imagine if someone white did this. Imagine if someone white just posted saying, hey, we don't want any people of color POC living with us. It's not the same. How's
2: that not the same? It's not the same because white people are in power and the majority. It's totally different. Yeah, uh, who, who's our president? I mean, who's uh, our president, right? Oh yeah, that makes a big difference. Considering what 97, 98 percent of all political leaders are white.
0: Well, okay, but they're all. There are only thirteen percent of black people he's in our half population. White. What? Who? People uh, always forget
1: that Barack. Oh, yeah, which half? He's mixed.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, bottom <laughs> half or top half? I don't know. Yeah, he's he's a bottom. <laughs> God. <laughs> all right guys uh moving on though this uh, this topic she says here we have a great community in terms of creating safe spaces she said noting that it caught her off guard that the housing request this week sparked such intense reaction i was surprised that people thought it was an extreme request given certain incidents that happened on campus last year so right okay let's entertain that thought that notion that white people are in power and it's not the same because it's not it's not discrimination they feel unsafe so on and so forth right How do we address this issue if we keep segregating different communities rather than integrating them and getting people to live with one another so that we get used to one another and we hopefully work towards more homogeneity in society? How do we how do we solve that if we keep discriminating?
1: You get a scrotum on your head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kill Whitey. Well, so that's that's how. So so that I guess that's the question. Do you do you have any uh, suggestions? what do you think I think that?
2: what we should do is shout everyone down and make sure they can't express themselves. That'll help a lot, right? Yeah, maybe. She's complaining about a situation and what we're telling her is to shut up. That'll help pretty much.
0: Well, you know, I I don't think that I don't think people are telling her to shut up necessarily. I just think that people are telling her that she's wrong. Actually, the the debate that ensued on her Facebook post was pretty civil. Hmm believe it or not. I was expecting a lot of N-words and a lot of uh, you know B-words and C-words and F-bombs. If it was YouTube, it'd be on there. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, one student said, here's what one student said about it. I think that POC-only housing, people of color-only housing policy is about as clear-cut an example of prejudice as one can find. I completely understand the desire not to live with people who could be racist, but excluding all white people is an extremely blunt instrument to achieve that end and a harmful overgeneralization white people are so goddamn
2: sensitive about this. You know, if if (laughs) women say, I want to have a woman's only dormitory, we're like, cool, that sounds fine. We don't have a problem with that. We can separate by gender, no problem. But when it talks about race, we freak out.
1: Well, I see your point too, Ray. about uh, kind of on a nationwide level, reverse, well, racism is racism, but they used to call it reverse racism because racism was only from white people to minorities. So now you can have racism anywhere but with white people being the majority of the power holders, reverse discrimination on a large level is not really possible. Does that mm. make sense?
2: What white people are going to struggle to find housing on this campus? Is yeah. it
0: going to no, be a problem?
1: No. No.
0: Okay. I don't so, think so so so, Ryan, I get your point. You're saying that because uh, people of color and other ethnic minorities may have a disadvantage in finding housing just from the get-go, that we should. Probably do something to make it easier for them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it's, called Section Eight,
2: isn't it? It's attempt at leveling the playing field. No, that's just racism too. As if white people
0: aren't on Section Eight. Yeah, I know. What is What's Section Eight? Explain, because I for especially for our international listeners.
1: Uh, Section, Section 8, Eight housing. Yeah, Section Eight housing. It's like a government program that helps people, uh, you know, financially disadvantaged people get into like renting an apartment.
0: And that is just low income housing. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, basically. If I'm you know. remembering which section it is, I think it's. Yeah, I think it is Section Eight, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you need Section Eight and you don't get Section Eight, what are you going to be homeless? Then we'll really love you and treat you nice. Yeah, yeah. Homeless people are are some of the most uh, advantage and privileged in our society. I think.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> you it, know, what? Entitled. fuck their entitlement. You yeah, know, they're they, so entitled. They think they have a right to live. It's ridiculous. Right to soup?
0: <laughs> they get soup all the time. The soup kitchens. Nah. Yeah, you should be there all the time. You love soup. I do love soup, Sean. Yeah, you should be homeless. <laughs> Shut up, Sean.
3: <laughs> so what's going on? What are <laughs> you're on the side of the debate that says what? That she should not be discriminating against no, this,
0: crackers. I think, <laughs> I think that this is this is discrimination, Rucka. Okay, and Rucka can see that because he's white.
3: Um, that's never been proven.
2: Yeah, well, that's true. I'm pretty sure you're you're falling back into your role on Ooga Booga at this point.
0: <laughs> what, oh yeah, I guess I wasn't a, a racist cop or I was a racist uh, criminal in right. Ooga Booga. But mm-hmm. Would yeah. you
1: agree it's trying to be discriminatory?
0: I oh, mean, wait, wait, if you on. say
1: I don't want somebody here, How how do you see that the other way?
0: If you don't want someone there, yeah, that is literally discrimination. That's what I mean.
2: The precedent has been set for a long time about having sororities be only female. Yeah, well, how is that any different here? It's they don't want men living in their sorority house. Maybe, maybe we
1: should, we should we should strike that too. You, I think that that's you could argue as well. that too. Yeah, I, I think just so. because something has a precedent doesn't well, mean it's not the thing that we're talking about. Here's a problem with that, right? And and a lot of people would argue that
0: it's okay that women just want to live with all female sororities, right? But it comes down to sexuality and whether or not people feel sexually vulnerable or not. Now, we live in a society where, where men and women are allowed to be openly gay, and you are attracted to the same sex. So just because people are living in a sorority and they're all the same sex doesn't mean that they're not going to be preyed on by, se- by people in a, in a sexual nature, especially with men. So if you have men living amongst each other, you know, they showering together, they're living together. Some of them may be homosexual or bisexual, and they may be interested in you. So the whole argument that we should discriminate just so, you know, by gender, just so they feel safer, I think is bullshit. Wait,
1: is this why you didn't finish college? Why? Because you were the victim of a uh, shower incident? Oh, Shut up, Sean. Oh, no, no.
2: <laughs> I've been sexually Maybe. harassed by pretty much every gender, including non-binary. Mm. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's a strange thing to be told. I'll suck your dick, bitch, over and over and over again, thirty times Saturday night. That happened. Really, <laughs> you, were, you were harassed. I was harassed. He's like, I'm gonna buy you dinner and suck your dick, bitch, over and over again. Who's
0: telling you this? Where this, are, where are you that this is happening? That's in WeHo. Okay, uh-huh. West West Hollywood. For those who don't know. Uh huh. All right, guys. Well, anyway, that could happen. This is uh, yeah, this is this is a big debate. I think this this discrimination argument, I think, is is a strong one because. There's no two ways about it. You are literally telling some people that they are not welcome to live with you anymore because you're just making an assumption, an overgeneralization about an entire segment of the population. And many white people do this with blacks. They just feel unsafe around them. That's where this discrimination comes from.
3: So you're saying it's wrong that she's doing this? You're saying it should be illegal that she's doing this? Yeah, I think it's wrong. That's the argument. Is Is the debate whether it's wrong or okay or whether it should be illegal or not?
1: Or is it discrimination or is it not? Isn't that your argument? Are you going to
0: enforce this against all sorority houses too? So, the no, the argument is that is it discrimination or should it be allowed that you can request that pe- only people of color live with you? And if it is discrimination, it should be illegal to do, you're saying? I think so. Yeah, I think it should I think that uh discrimination where do we draw the line? I know that's a slippery slope argument, but in this case it's not that slippery and it's not much of a slope. It is it, where do you draw the you are literally just saying what if what about Asians? What, you know, I I notice a, lo, a lot of times Asians tend to live together, study together. Um is it from an outside perspective is it discrimination or is it just a coincidence? Is it happenstance?
1: Look, people by nature stick with similar other people, and I think history has shown that for millennia. Yeah, you're comfortable with what you know, and if somebody looks different or acts different or comes from a different culture, you're going to be wary of that individual now, or that group now. If you get to know them in today's day and age, then you may say, "Hey, people are people." But you know, you
0: know what, Sean, that's true. But you know one one thing that all people have in common is that everybody loves a great. Leather product. Mm. <laughs> Today, today's episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Right? Do you know anything about Kendall and Hyde? I know about leather. Yeah. Oh, do you? Do you know we'll give about you a little leather? Quiz. Let me tell you about their leather products because I don't think I don't think you've ever seen leather like this, buddy. And you need some sturdy leather sometimes, right? The stitching is usually the weakest link when it comes to a leather belt. Kendall and Hyde belt threads never break. You know why? Because they don't have any. That's right. They're riveted. Did you know
1: this, Sean? Yes, I did, actually, because you have shown me one of their belts. That's right. They're riveted. On the show, people. On the show. Yeah, Yeah, the rivets are actually Chicago screws. They're
0: much stronger than normal rivets, and they can also be removed. So you can just swap out the buckle with a screwdriver for a buckle of your choice. You can just unscrew the rivets from the belt itself, and they're very thick. Uh, someone, Someone tweeted at me a picture of an old, ratty belt that they had with the shitty strip of cardboard on the back, shitty strip uh, shitty stitching that falls apart next to their new Kendall and Hyde belt. It's a night and day difference, guys. Look at your shitty belt. Replace it. It's time to step up your game. It's time to be classy. Yeah, get a belt. Anyway, guys, Kendall and Hyde is a fantastic sponsor of our show. Thank you to all the listeners who supported us and thank you to Kendall and Hyde. It's Madcast listeners get 15% off their order. Go to madcastmedia.com. There's a link To the website, 15% off, and the code is MADCAST, M-A-D-C-A-S-T. Again, thank you, Kendall and Hyde. Thank you to our sponsors and all the people who support the show. But moving on, it is now time for the other side of the debate. Guys, I think that students should be allowed to choose to live with people of color. Why the fuck not? Okay, so, Rucka, at the top of the last debate, you asked me about the Federal Housing Act, right? And whether or not that's going to hold true for both sides of the debate. If you say so. You did. You did. Pl- play the tape back. <laughs> Stenographer? We don't need- yeah. No, you did. And here's the thing. It only applies to tenant-landlord relationships, not to roommates Roommates are allowed to choose Whoever the fuck they want For any reason
3: they want Did you know that?
0: That's a fact I well, mean it doesn't say explicitly It but makes sense
3: Yeah In other words Let's say you want to avoid Living with a certain type of people We'll just call them Armenians You know what? Yeah. Like, that, no that is isn't. Nah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> for example like, Yeah So you could say like I'm looking for a roommate You know preferably male Between age 18 to 35 Not, uh, not ar- ar- Armenians Armenians <laughs> not apply That's that's racist apply. as fuck Is it? It's prejudice Which side Armenians, I don't think are a race. What you're on the side of the debate now that says it is okay to discriminate?
0: Okay, you you can't say yeah. It, that seems
3: unfair because Armenians are a spe- we're so a Armenians class. get special <laughs> privileges, right? <laughs> Armenians are Arme- are a ra- cla- be as racist as you want, but as soon as the Armenians have to experience any sort of unpleasant thing, now we've got a problem. Yeah.
1: That's exa- uh, That's exactly nobody, correct. Nobody cares about cancer till it affects them. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Our Ar- Ar- Armenian should be a protected
0: class cuz we're tired of the shit. <laughs> Tired of the Mercedes and BMW jokes,
3: although they're nice cars.
1: Hey, yeah, who's <laughs> laughing in the end, huh? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's
3: like you make fun of these guys for being well-endowed below the waist. You make fun of these guys for driving luxury cars. Yeah. It's, it's tough. We could have worse Real, stereotypes. Uh, 21st century problems.
0: Well, anyway, guys, here's the thing about the roommate discrimination thing, right? You, as a roommate, I want everyone listening, I think everyone listening can relate to this. You might not want to live with a smoker. You might not want to live with someone who. I already has pets. gave the Armenian example. Give another. Yeah, one. that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, jerk. Uh, you might not want to. You might not want to live with with someone who does drugs, right? Is it discrimination? Can you be held accountable if you say to someone, "Yeah, I don't want to live with someone who does drugs"? Oh, that's discrimination. You can't choose to get blah, blah, blah. Drugs are illegal already. Yeah, drugs. Drugs are illegal. What, what about marijuana, though? It's on the fence, isn't it? It's on the fence. What, but a lot of people wouldn't want to live with someone who's a pot smoker, or a heavy pot smoker, at least.
3: I'm allergic. You're allergic to weed. Yeah. I oh. get hay fever. Can you eat the edibles and feel okay? Never tried. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, Sean, bring him over. <laughs> yeah, Sean,
0: can you... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Let's reach into your duffel bag. This is this mysterious duffel bag he always brings over big black duffel bag and he, and he never takes anything out of it just reeks like weed. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you want to live with someone who doesn't have pets or because you might be allergic, I'm allergic to pets too. You are. Oh yeah, most of them. Dogs,
1: cats, Funny, yeah. everything he doesn't like he's allergic to. Yeah,
0: yeah, interesting. Are I'm you allergic-, allergic to Armenians? Yeah. yeah? Okay, Whoa. that's not true. You seem to be reacting just fine to this Armenian buddy. <laughs> he is kind of uh getting a bit of a rash on his face. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, most people don't have black or multicultural points of view. So it's hard for white people to understand where they're coming from. We take it for granted that we can just put out an ad for a roommate and the odds that the person applying is going to be white. We have a default white point of view about everything.
1: Yeah, I right. Think that's true. Yeah.
0: Santa Claus, we just assume is white. Jesus, we assume is white. I was just going to say, are just yeah.
3: naming off fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ruck a deep cut. Uh, we just assume everyone is white by default. Most fictional characters are white. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a big uproar a little while back about Hermione Granger from Harry Potter? Because they were going to do a live show, and I think they were talking about casting her as a black woman. Mm-hmm. They did that. They did that, right? Yeah. And there was a big uproar about it, because people assumed that she was white. And uh, J.K. Rowling s- came out and said, no, I never specified her race in the books. However, she's wrong. There was one part in one book where uh, she described the skin color of her face mm. as, as reflecting white. So I I don't know. I mean, Maybe-
3: I don't I, I haven't read or seen Harry Potter. Does it take place in England in like the nineteenth century? Probably not a whole lot of black folks studying witchcraft in those days. One line in eight, nine, ten books really important to the character.
1: Yep, she's white. Have you met <laughs> these fans? Yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty nuts. Will about Smith
2: it. is dead shot right now, right? What's the
0: problem? Are you talking about Suicide Squad? Yeah. Oh man, I heard that's really bad. Yeah, everyone thought it was bad. Hmm. Well, here's my opinion of Suicide Squad. I think that the movie— When I saw— What? Keep— We gotta— Okay, all okay. right. So here's, here is here's Urania's justification for this whole people of color discrimination. Our people are being killed, she says, every which way through every which angle. Our people are being killed. Our housing arrangements are not racist. They are not exclusive. We are simply fighting to exist, and we are fighting to exist in whatever way we can. Yurinya describes herself as Afro-Caribbean, and uh, one of her roommates, I think this uh, this guy Jefferson, identifies as multicultural black person, as a multicultural black person. Mm -hmm. So uh, that just Mm -hmm. could be a mix of whatever. Um, Minority communities on campus, they said, constantly must deal with issues that arise when they are surrounded by classmates who don't understand where they are coming from and have little interest in finding out. So they're saying that this isn't discrimination. This is just a way of self-preservation. So that they can just exist. That's what they say they're, they're fighting for. What, Sean?
1: I was just going to say, personally, I don't care. It's not a big deal to me. It's a drop in the bucket of any, you know, possible racism or discrimination or whatever. It's just let people live with who they fucking want if, they're, if it's okay by law. We can't tell people what to do and how to treat other people in every fucking way. If this
2: goes forward, who will suffer? Will anyone suffer? No. No, yeah, it's no, a rhetorical it's, question. That's yeah, an obvious I answer. Yeah,
1: it just sure doesn't. No seem one's like going
2: to a-
0: suffer because of this. Well, when I was on the other side of the debate, I made a pretty compelling argument that this could further create discrimination. But I'm not arguing that point now. <laughs> you disagree, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're saying that the slippery slope, but there's really no slippery slope here at all.
0: Well, the case could be made that it could embolden other people to discriminate, specifically people in the majority, people who have the power, white people. So
1: well, it's kind of the, it's kind of the argument where white people go, hey, they use the n word, why can't we? It's like, do you really fucking have to? Here's here's Isn't what, that just one where you can go, you know what? We're good on that. Okay, so there's a lot of people, a lot of white people who
0: don't know why that's that's wrong and why that's really offensive to why, a lot of black people. Edu-
3: educate the the crackers, I, the I, I,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Voice I will. voice of the POCs. Yeah, go
0: here is the voice. <laughs> <laughs> here, yeah, I have a real. People of color perspective, and I'm going to give it to you right now. I'll tell you why that's that's offensive. Is you know people say, well, we do we have uh, Black History Month, uh, but no White History Month. How come they can say the N word? It's
1: all White History Month.
0: Yeah, well, here's the specific argument about the N word. Because if you want to fight discrimination, right, and it is it is a difference that Black people can say the N word and White people can't. But if you want to fight that, if you want to make that case, if you want to make that argument, start at the top and fix all the other things, all the other ways in which black people are discriminated against. And then once we solve all those problems, then we can worry about your precious
3: N-word and whether or not you can use it. Well, yeah. I can I can see that point of view though cuz it's like if you in if you if you uh invent something like you you invent the N-word and then it's kind of given to another group of people doesn't that kind of what make are you feel talking like about taken, Rocka? they culturally appropriated <laughs> right. the it end is work. cultural appra- appropriation right white white people no black people. Oh,
0: black people well, yeah, that's uh, you know. There's another argument to be made for that, but black people have a serious problem. If you if you send out a resume, there was a study a while back where you should probably finish yeah, that <laughs> sentence. Headline: <laughs> Nat, <laughs> Maddox. <laughs> no, but they, they have they have a lot of problems with with uh, employment and housing and all sorts of discrimination still today in our culture. So there was this lady who did an experiment she was uh, she's very qualified she was applying to a bunch of different jobs on i believe monster.com and her name sounded like a a, a black a black name like a stereotypically black name it was something like yolanda something or other right she changed her name to karen white or barbara white it's like so just the whitest sounding name she could with the word white in it literally and got so many more responses she from, got 0 from, with, from the same places from the same places okay. she got 0 with her black sounding name but then as soon as she changed her name to white she got she started getting responses again so it's a little disingenuous for white people to say, oh, you know, we have a black president. Uh, we're in a post-racial
3: society. The yeah. shit still exists. No, okay. it's
1: it's better, but it absolutely exists. Yeah. I
3: will say this. Uh, everyone who says uh, we have a black president, so things changes. Most people who say that did not vote for that black president. <laughs> <laughs> Raka.
2: There was a similar study with the name Joseph and Jose. A guy sent out jo- uh, resumes yeah. for job applications. Jose didn't get a response. Joseph did.
0: Yeah, he changed He just dropped the E from the end of Jose. So it was just Joe. Joe. Yeah. And he got all sorts of responses. So this stuff still does happen, guys. And as much as we want to cry about it as as white people, oh,
3: it's discrimination. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Maddox, the fact that you consider yourself white is an example (laughs) of... How every person can choose their own identity and their own destiny. Okay. You have not made yourself a victim. Yeah. Although you constantly uh brag about your Armenian heritage. I don't, I don't yeah. even fucking mention it. If, you, despite all of that, you have taken, you have choked, you have not taken the life that was handed to you by your Mormon Armenian parents in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did not go off to Syria to learn about your roots. You buckled down, you created a website, you wrote one and a half books in the last 15 years, and you have. Joined uh, white geek culture and not chosen to be a victim, okay? You could be back in Utah right now complaining about how hard Armenians have it, but you're not, okay? So everyone out there, all you fucking crybabies, I know they teach you at your shitty college to make yourself a victim. (laughs) I dropped out of community college, so I know what I'm talking about. They teach you that you're a victim, whether you're a minority, female, or anything else. But just live the life that you want. Thank yeah, you. yeah, okay. But everything Rugga. is
1: equal if you get your own bathroom.
0: Yeah, okay,
1: okay. You Rugga. deserve your own bathroom.
0: You know what, guys? I'll talk to you guys about fucking. Here's, the, here's how Armenians have it, okay? We're not considered white by a lot of people, and we're also not considered a minority by other people. So I get all the disadvantages of being a minority, none of the advantages Here of being a minority. Again. Yeah. <laughs> you're,
2: you're white passing. I'm white. White, uh, what? white passing is a thing. White passing, that's what I am. There sure. are black people yeah. that are your shade. Yeah. They are black, African American, Haitian, whatever, your shade, they have that issue. They're white passing. So
1: so you would say, (laughs) well. That that used to be a thing. Like, it was like a, you know, when society was super segregated. Right. That was a good thing for them. It's like, oh, she could pass. She could pass for white. No, it's not a good thing. It's a
2: drop of black blood issue. If you Uh, have one drop, then it applies to you. You're 132nd black. We're going to still discriminate against you.
1: uh, Yeah. I mean, could be, but if people aren't aware of it, they're probably less likely to discriminate. Well guys back to the the whole debate here we're talking about whether or not it's
0: these these students should be allowed to have people of color as a stipulation on whether or not they live with them
1: yeah
0: uh, this girl this girl Urania she says we live in a world where living circumstances of people of color are grounded in racist social structures that we can't opt out of these conditions threaten the minds bodies and souls of people of color both within and without the realms of higher education we are simply fighting to exist uh and one student wrote, "People of color are allowed to create safe people of color only spaces." And the, again, there's that phrase that triggers Sean. I I agree. The safe space, the whole safe space thing, to me, it makes me want to puke because it harkens back to infantilism. It's and- just
1: so soft.
0: Yeah, it's, all it's, of it's, those expressions are. Yeah, because the real world is not a safe space. Correct. Everyone and everything will kill you in the real world. There's nothing real about academia. Yeah. It's an unreal space. So you're saying it's okay to have safe spaces in academia? Yes. Okay. Well, here. They call that your house. Yeah, it is called your house. Your house is your safe space. You know, the only safe space that you should be allowed in life is your baby crib, right? (laughs) And that's, that's what I think of when I think of a safe space. So when I think of adults in safe spaces, I imagine them sitting in big baby cribs with crayons is that, what
3: isn't that what they're doing?
0: Yeah, bas- yeah. literally, in, in a lot of these safe spaces, they do have coloring books and crayons to coddle them and and uh, reassure them. So that fa- that phrase, you know, the, this this side of the argument aside, that phrase does make me want to puke. But I do think that there is some merit to what she's saying here. That they just want to feel safe and they want the right to exist, and they if uh-huh. they feel threatened by people who have been treating them aggressively, especially on campus, like white people. All the power to them. They should live with whoever they want. Just like we can discriminate against people who smoke and people who have pets and people who, well, I guess not pregnant. You you have to live with pregnant people. Let's go the other way for a
2: moment. Yeah. Let's say that there are actually rules against racism. That there's actually punishment for saying racist things, acting in a certain racist way. And it's applied to all people. It's applied to white people included. So if you live in this space and you do some racist shit, you get kicked out. Right? Is that discrimination. Now we actually have punishment for being a racist bastard.
0: So you're saying that it's illegal. It's, it becomes illegal to say racist things.
2: I'm not talking about legalities. I'm talking about this safe space. So, so okay, they stop discriminating against white people. White people can move into their safe space, right. but they got to act right.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, no, then I would agree with that, right? If, if a white person moves in to your your house and they start acting hostile or racist towards you, there absolutely should be no repercussions for kicking them out. I, I agree with that. That's, that's fair. If someone is in your house acting racist, acting like a fool, you should be allowed to kick them out. Trouble is, is that with uh,
2: housing laws, it's very difficult to kick people out. You can't evict someone just because
3: they said something racist. Some would say uh, your property should just be your property and you can do whatever the hell you want, including deciding who gets to be in there. But that's just what some people say.
2: Some people would (laughs) say free speech would be an issue if you actually punished people for their racism.
3: Yeah, sure. Well, look,
1: again, those
3: would just be like the founding fathers. We,
1: <laughs> some of which own slaves. Yeah, that's I, true, know what, that's I know. I know what Ruck is saying. I mean, if yeah. you if you own a home, of course you don't have to let people you don't want in there, yeah. or vice versa. You can do whatever you want. Nobody owns this home. No, well, exactly, and that's why we're talking specifically uh, somebody else's property. And then, like you said, landlord rights versus uh, tenants' rights. The well,
2: campus should be able to punish people for being dickheads.
1: Yeah. Well, here again, I'll just end on this point.
0: Uh, yeah. Take us home. Yeah. I'll just end on this point here. Urania says that this is not about white people. It never has been. The insistence that it should be only reaffirms our understanding of how deeply we are submerged in a white-centric world. Recentering, that's, that's a rise ding. Recentering this question so it is about the well-being of people of color is therefore an act of resistance. So, I so think she's that's saying a,
1: only people of color, and that includes more than black people. Yeah, that includes other okay. ethnicities. So she's... Hispanic people, yeah. She's saying it's not a white thing. No. But that, I think that's disingenuous you'd, you'd, in her case. How so? Because basically people of color are kind of anything other than white in today's society. Well, You can count Indians, right? Yeah, Indians count as that. But- Armenians, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, except we don't get those advantages. Oh, here's another fucking white guy yeah. who gives a shit. That's what, the, that's what people tell me when I walk into stories. Except- I just, I just yeah. want
1: people to say what they mean. If she's not comfortable around white people or that because of all the racial tension and stuff going on— like, I'm fine with it. I'm fi- she doesn't have to live with white people. Well,
0: I think her her closing statement here is very powerful. She says that this is an act of resistance. So simply by by saying that she in her housing... So it's equivalent to a, to a sit-in. No, it's not. It's a little bit more powerful than that. She's saying that simply by okay. putting this out there in the universe, saying that we want to live only with people of color because we don't feel safe around you... It's an act of resistance, and it's a statement about white people. It is a statement. Yeah, and maybe it's a wake-up call. So so maybe some people somewhere, some white people somewhere will look at this and say, look, this is a call to action. Some people are feeling so
1: unsafe around us that we as a society need to make a cultural change. Well, let's think about it this way, too. And I agree with you in that respect. You look at all these uh, cell phone videos and things because now, you know, you can record— Anything, anywhere. I think a lot of white people are kind of finally realizing things that black people have known and been subjected to for a long time. And now it's in white people's face where it's like, whoa, holy shit. You know, you don't want to believe that happens or you think it's overblown or whatnot. But it's, I think we're seeing a lot of what black people have been seeing for forever.
0: Correct. That's a good point. We'll end on that point. That is the other side of the debate. And now that you've heard it, don't forget to vote. Before and after the debate, so we can see if any opinions change. I think this is a really hearty debate we had. A really interesting topic this week.
1: I I predict a percentage shift of two. Next okay, week. we'll which, see about which that direction. I don't know.
0: Does, does see, it matter if it's two? And and you'll no. know. And and Sean has my sealed envelope with my real beliefs on this. That's right. Next week we'll open it up on the show, and you'll see what I really believe. Because you, I think you guys are idiots, and I don't think you guys can read me as well as you think you can. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. But uh, moving on, here's another quick story. Quick headline. Guys, there was this fan-made Metroid game. It was it was basically a sequel to the old Super Nintendo Metroid game, and it was called a Metroid Two remake project. Right? Nintendo issued a DMCA notice to take it down, and it's such a tragedy. It's such a. I mean, speaking of tragedies, right? We've been talking about tra- this. Is a real this is a huge tragedy. This game. Yeah, this is a real tragedy. <laughs> this game, the, Sean, you should have seen the demo. It looked amazing. the The graphics are spot on. The gameplay is spot on. The music is an original soundtrack. It looked incredible, and it, it's already out there. It's been leaked, but Nintendo took a made a, a takedown request. What do you guys think of that? Is it is Nintendo right to take down fan made games? Absolutely. Why? Because they have intellectual property, and if they don't protect it, they will lose it. Yeah. Simple as that. It's unfortunate, but that's true. <laughs> Uh, you guys, you know, a lot of fans take offense to, to when they create something like they want to create a video game with a Marvel character or a DC character or uh, a famous video game character. And then the companies, the parent companies come in and they say, no, they bring down the banhammer hammer because if, if they don't protect their IP and they make a shitty, like imagine if, if someone came along and made a movie as bad as suicide squad and it wasn't DC who made it, DC would be pissed, wouldn't they? There was a similar thing with Power Rangers recently where they did the Dark remake. That was
3: awesome. It was fucking awesome, but of Of course they need to pull it. Well, you know, it's— They're doing cocaine. Well, these superheroes and, like, they they become, like, cultural uh, figures. It's almost like you're commenting on them by making these fan fan art It's like, let's
2: make a really super realistic
3: Power Rangers porno and then, oops, kids fall upon it, right? So we believe in uh, in intellectual property but not in actual physical property, right? Like we don't – you shouldn't be able to decide who comes in your house, but y- your ideas should be protected. Sounds white to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. One other story. This is uh, this is kind of
0: tragic depending on your point of view, but uh, a boy was decapitated on a water slide in Kansas. Yeah. You guys hear about this? Uh-huh. Holy shit, man. He, yeah, was- yeah, he
1: was like a congressman's son or uh, some yeah. state assemblyman. State I don't assembly,
0: know. some lawmaker's
1: son – but uh, Whatever. Yeah. Now, I love how yeah, I said that, and then I just realized it's like it doesn't change what it is. No. But we always go, oh, it's uh, some type of kind of famous person's kid. I it's I read worse. The, I read the account of the story.
0: I guess they, the kid was in a water raft with uh, two other adult ladies. I Yeah, think?
1: it's the world's tallest water slide.
0: Yeah, it's the name of it is the Veracht, which is the German word for
1: decapitator.
0: No, it's uh, it, the raft ride at uh, Schlitterbahn Water Park. At, wait, what does it stand? Veracht. Schlitterbahn. No, it means like, I think it means like insane or something. Yeah, insane. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It says here that a 10 year old boy was decapitated as he rode a 168 foot tall water slide at Water Park in Kansas. A person familiar with the investigation said Wednesday. The person who's not authorized to speak about the boy's death told the Associated Press that Caleb Schwab was decapitated Sunday on the Verruckt raft ride at the Water Park in Kansas. Uh, the riders in the multi-person rafts that began with a steep drop followed by a surge up a second hill before a 50-foot descent to finish to a finishing pool. Each Verruckt rider must be at least 54 inches tall, and the combined body weight of the riders on each raft is limited to 400 pounds. Oh, wait, wait. 400 and 550 pounds, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. The l- 400 is the lowest. It's the lowest, and yeah. the highest is 550. Right. Well, I'm they're, trying to
2: picture it. I can't. Well, figure there's out l- what yeah. part of a slide can cut a
1: head off. Well, I think it was the uh, the ropes. Yeah, the uh, straps. Was it was the nylon straps. Oh, was they, that they, what did it? They think it might have been the nylon straps. Oh, not because, the ropes surrounding the slide, like the rope mesh or whatever is. I haven't seen a picture of it, but the way they described it was like a. Uh, it looked like a net. Yeah, I did see a picture of it, Sean. And, okay. and what you're describing yeah, is like correct. A net.
0: Yeah, there's like a giant, almost like a giant mosquito net where the holes. You could fit a child's head through. Uh-huh. It. So that may have been what happened. The kid may have bounced up, got his head stuck in one of the net holes, and then pulled through because yeah. his vest was still on and he got decapitated. I read some of the descriptions of this. it was very gruesome. They said there was a streak of blood. They Like it was. Uh, I mean, it's a deca- decapitation. Yeah, it's not going to be neat. It's not going to be tidy. But yeah, man, uh, pretty, uh, pretty gruesome story. And then they o- reopened the water park. I think the day after. And they closed that slide, but they just reopened the water park. So, oh, oh really? I thought, oh, well. I thought
1: the park was closed for a day or something, and then yeah, yeah, you know. a couple of days. Yeah. So
0: you thought exactly what he just said?
2: No, they no. opened <laughs> it the next day. No, 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 because he
1: said he, they reopened it the next day.
2: <laughs> uh, people die on roller coasters. It's, it's it happens. Yeah, you it know, does. it's it's news, but it happens every year. Somebody oh, yeah. dies on these things. Yeah,
1: you know, how many times has that slide been used without incident? I know when they were first testing it they said the raft would leave the slide but that was before it was open to the public from yeah. my understanding so but it's yeah it could have just been one of those freak things they where- they
0: try to keep it under 20 decapitations per year I I, yeah. I I believe i read that somewhere you
1: ever read about action
0: park i think it's in yeah. new jersey Action Park, That's a, there's yeah. fascinating documentaries about Action Park. If yeah. you guys haven't checked it out, go to YouTube, type in Action Park Documentary. I think Vice did a— No, yeah, they just come up with ways to kill you there. Oh, my gosh. It was Action just so Park- shot. It was like people got electrocuted in the pools. Oh, people- yeah. It was great. They would sit down, and they would literally just have a notebook, and they would sketch out an idea for a ride without— These aren't engineers doing this. They're no. just drawing loops on a piece of paper saying, oh, this would be cool, and then they just go out and try to build it test it for the first time with actual humans and then see if usually it works. Usually the
3: employees. Yeah, usually the employees. And so many people got hurt. It was the Wild West of Water Park, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Affirmative Action Park starring the Waynes Brothers has actually come in the theater soon. So oh, is it? Keep an eye out for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Thank you Rucka. Uh, anyway, guys, that concludes this show. Don't forget to vote on this issue. I will have my real opinion next week. And the voicemail number is on the website. Got some more voicemail coming up. Thank you, Ryan for joining us this week. Thank R- you. Ryan Mantione, Raka Raka. Yeah. And Sean, the audio engineer. But most of all, you're welcome.
6: Uh, yeah, I
5: was just calling to say hi.
6: Oh, uh, I uh, love
5: the podcast. Think that it's great. Um... I don't want to bark up the wrong tree or anything, but uh, I haven't heard any other details for the Sean Italian spaghetti mixer dealio. <laughs> Coming soon. Um, of course, I'll be <laughs> bringing my famous Italian margaritas. Right. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Do I need to bring anything else? I got a running list here. Um, let's see. Spaghetti marinara. Yeah, it's a pretty short list um also if you could give me any <laughs> details about the event and the location um i don't know if los angeles has a little italy um it does but yeah i'm yeah. really looking forward to it and, and it's hey, i'll be able to pick up my large shirt okay no, yeah. no,
1: no, no no he just he wants to get to large the large f- shirts nope <laughs> no he just wants the shirt <laughs>
3: yeah well um we don't know when it's going to be yet but give out the address just so he's he can get that down
0: yeah i'll, I'll, I'll post the address on the website perfect uh moving on here's a, here's another call i think this one's for sean i'm not sure
4: Hello, it's me, Mario. I'm just here to uh, give him a slice of Sean. Uh, you may not know, but me and Sean used to be a former roommates. Uh, hey. He kicked me out when I ate all of his spaghetti. But uh, here's a little anecdote for you. Back before he was Sativa Sean, he was known as a Shroom Sean. Oh. You may think that Mario likes his mushrooms, but uh, oh boy, you should have seen Sean back in the day. <laughs> anyway, that is all. Uh, please buy my new games.
1: Love uh, how he just slips out of the accent as it goes on and on. Yeah, it's hard to maintain. Yeah, I hate
0: when people do that. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's another
4: one. Why did you
5: bring a stat in about <laughs> Pennsylvania having uh, inmates that are 68% that are uh, high school <laughs> dropouts?
2: <laughs> why do you do that?
5: for Like, why is that your argument for yeah. free college? Yeah. Like, you gotta yeah. finish the high school... To get to the college. Weird Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah, Ma- uh, what's oh. your plan to fucking fix that? <laughs> I hear one.
0: Okay. Great, great call. Thank you, Weird Matthew McConaughey. Uh-huh. I don't even I you know, it took so long to ask that one question. That was like a forty five second question. I fell asleep. Yeah. Sixty I don't know. He was saying something about sixty eight percent. Answer I
3: mean. the question. I don't I don't even know what the question was. I was uh-huh.
0: Uh here's uh here's one more.
5: Hey Maddox or Sean or whoever edited episode ten, thanks for the fifty-one seconds of silence at the end of that episode. What'd you None do? None of us have anything to listen to after your episode, so thank you for the silence.
3: Okay, I didn't do it. was me. No, hey, he's thanking you. That was okay. just uh, Maddox's racial slurs. We had to silence.
0: No, no, you know what, shithead. I edit every episode tight. I leave maybe like four or five seconds of silence at the end of the episode. It must be you shit. You know what? You don't like that silence. I'm gonna end this episode real abrupt.